Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. of the Psychicastidabanga Symposium. How are you guys doing out there? Uh, just to clarify some suspicion, this is really me. Uh, I actually have the flu for the last couple of days, actually for the last three days. So I'll get it looked at because uh, it shouldn't be with me this long. So hopefully it's nothing serious. And also on the vocal analysis, this is actually closer to my natural voice. You know, when you're teaching at school, with all the kids around, you tend to subconsciously raise your voice uh, just so you could be heard, not in a raising the voice in a yelling type way, but more in a raising the voice uh, to be heard among the sound from other classes. So for the last place, I know I really I do sound very ill, but the funny thing is uh, people are, are kind of startled when they hear me on the phone or have talked to me in person these last couple of days, and I said, you know, to be honest, this is actually closer to my natural voice, so I'm not trying to like disguise it or get Barry White on you guys. So I hope you, you know, hope you guys do you are doing well out there wherever you may be. I'm coming live and direct from uh, Los Angeles, California. We had a great word on the street yesterday, uh, focusing on uh, Nana Danqua Osafu from EvolveStyle.com. It was a great show. I got a lot of emails. People wanting more information about us. So um, go to the website. Or go to the the uh, homepage for my show blog.com forward slash I'm sorry, forward slash Sidebenga, and I believe I have her so show featured for you guys to check out and to peruse at your convenience. So people, how you guys doing out there these days? Since we last spoke, much has been transpiring, much has been going on. Things have been kind of crazy in the world from what I've seen. You know, we have the uh, marathon winner. Finally, an American has won for the first time since 1982. Granted, he was born, he was born in Eritrea, <laughs> came to the United States in 1992, became a citizen in 1998. But, you know, so on that basis, congratulations to my American fans, particularly those in New York who are having had an American finally win. Granted, though, he came from Eritrea, who has had a long uh, battle with Ethiopia over these last couple of years. We actually got to do a follow-up on that, see what's going on. You can check with me live. Uh, you can go to our chat board if you're hearing this on the computer or wherever you may be. You can be live, as Mario Kane did yesterday. I hope his friend Kelvin is doing better. Or you can actually call in. Uh, you can reach me at 646-595-2892. 646-595-2892. We were really debating for the last couple of days of what we wanted to do uh, with our show today. You know, I provide a lot of news around entertainment, life, business, healthcare, things like that. And I've really gotten a lot of emails and support, and they really appreciate it. 
I've also got a few emails from people who have wondered why I haven't really done a special or a show on Congo lately, which I used to do when we first started. And the reason is simple. I uh, I have my list server over at yahoo.com. It's at uh, drcnn at yahoogroups.com. drcnn at yahoogroups.com. I post there quite often. Also, on Facebook, I post information there uh, about uh, the Congo. And to be frank, quite frank, I've been so focused on doing the Congo film and the Congo Memorial in New York, I somewhat neglected DRC in my last uh, couple of shows. So today we're going to do a little bit of a condensed show. We're going to, for the first 30 minutes, we're going to go do our regular symposium, and for the remaining 30 minutes, we'll a special show on uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Now, before you roll your eyes and say, oh, I don't want to hear this stuff. Oh, my God, why? Let me explain something to you. Uh, I don't do things to make people feel guilty, and I don't do things to um, convince people they should do otherwise. What I do is put the information out there and put the facts out there and just pray that it touches your human spirit, your humanity, to make a change, whether it's your neighborhood, whether it's around your friends, whether it's at the workplace, whether it's, you know, uh, some event where you're speaking. It all depends where you are, but it's not to say, hey, you have to do this. In this economy with things going on, it's been, very, it's been a struggle for people to really focus on things beyond their local household. So, you know, with rents and job layoffs and car payments due or cars being repossessed or evictions, what have you, I'm not going to sit here and say to you, to the audience out there, that, hey, look, you know, Congo should come first. What I would say to you is that, you know, if there's any ideas you have that may help us resolve the situation in DRC, feel free to email it in. I'm not saying it should be the number one issue of your life. That's unfair for me to ask, and I know several in Congo have gone around giving that impression as though Congo should be the main thing in their lives or your lives, but you have your own lives you're struggling with. What I am asking is just for people to think of a way we can make a difference, think of a way you can make that change uh, in some people's lives. You know, you never know what you may say that may spark someone's idea. So, Let's take our first commercial break here while I get some cold medicine. <laughs> and uh, let's go with a little Lisa Gerard because we are free to do what we want to do. We are free to make a difference. We are free to make a change. And we will come right back with our first segment on the international news of the CIAK to bigger. So talk to you later. Lisa, show how it's done.
Thank you, Lisa, for that great intro there. People, dying back. If I sneeze, they hear me blowing my nose. Don't take it personal. But, you know, the show must go on. In international news, the biggest thing right now is the uh, situation of Afghan. And you can best believe the Republicans are saying that if President-elect Obama, President-elect, oh, my God, if President Obama runs again for office, they're going to bring this up. Trust me. Hold on for one moment, please. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to the groove here. This is coming from new service. actually coming from Reuters uh, via Yahoo. Uh, we have in Kabul, Afghanistan, as he announced his withdrawal from the presidential runoff Sunday, Abdullah Abdullah refused to concede that his rival, President Hamid Karzai, could be the legitimate winner of the Afghanistan's marathon election. Instead, Abdullah, a former prime foreign minister, ended his quest for the presidency. Attacks on Karzai appointees will be charged help facilitate fraud in the August 20th 20th election and we're setting the stage for more fraud in the November 7th runoff. Standing under a poster with the English words, no government, quote, no government without elections can be standable and lawful, end quote. He put the blame on Carr's quote, my requests were for a transparent election and they could have been carried out in a single hour as Carr's I had the attention, end quote, Abdullah said. It was a confusing close to a turbulent campaign that saw insurgent attacks, epic vote rigging, and bitter fight, infighting among Afghans and with the diplomats in a nation by set by 30 decades of war. Abdul's departure underscores the problems of the young democracy, which is being kept alive by Western troops and afloat by international aid. The legitimacy of his government remains in question. Despite a $300 million investment to fund the elections and the dispatch of tens of thousands of troops to secure polling places, Western nations will not get the credible winners could rally the Afghan people and regain momentum against a powerful Taliban-led insurgency. Quote, the next step must be to bring the electoral process to a conclusion in a legal and timely manner, end quote, said Kai Ed of Norway, who heads the U.N. mission in Afghanistan. He continues, quote, it is now about the Afghan authorities to decide on a way ahead that brings this electoral process to a conclusion in line with the Afghan constitution, end quote. I correct Norway, end quote, I had just read to you, came from Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, she said in a statement. Quote, it is a fiasco, end quote, says Peter Gabris, the former U.S. ambassador who was fired as deputy U.N. envoy to Afghanistan after clashing with Eddie about how hard to press Karzai about the fraud. People, what's been going on is that we said in our last show that there was a one in the recent uh, election between uh, Karzai and Abdullah, Abdullah and other candidates. One million votes were thrown out as being fraudulent. As a result, it brought winning margin for Karzai below the amount required to avoid a runoff. Abdullah Abdullah said he was not going to run a symbolic campaign. He said he was going to run to win for the people. But obviously, there was pressure being put on him from somewhere. Though he concedes he will not run, and he is not asking his supporters to boycott the runoff election, he is stating that massive fraud was, in, was involved. The first time, ambassador fraud will be involved the second time around. President Karzai stuck in between a rock, a hard place, and dirt. <laughs> Excuse me. Because here's the situation he finds himself. When he's being received by a foreign government or he gives a press, what's going to come up is the fact that one million votes of fraud were thrown out of the election. Who was, legitimate, who was the legitimate president? Was there a legitimate and transparent electoral, electoral process? that brought Karzai to power in Afghanistan. That is the situation that President Obama and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton are going to have to address. As they're saying, they didn't get the government uh, structure uh, resolved as they had hoped for, and they will deal with the government that is sitting in Afghanistan. Not exactly a ring endorsement for Karzai, but then again, you know the Republicans will bring this up in the next election should President Obama decide to run for re-election. They will say, you said you wanted to bring, bring, you know, withdraw troops from the Middle East. Okay, you brought them out of Iraq. You increased them in Afghanistan. There was fraud in the vote. Still, you're supporting them. What exactly are they fighting for? It should be interesting to see how this how this uh, evening in a couple of days. We already have Rush Limbaugh calling President Obama immature and inexperienced. The question on President Obama now, is he, is he indecisive? Is he too deliberate? Is he too much of a procrastinator? Or is he the individual who 
we make the decision, feels it needs to be the best decision, and therefore will examine all options. What decision will he make on this war? People are waiting in the, in the wings. Let's go across the world to CIT for Chapter 11 Bankruptcy protect, uh, Protection. There's a little business news here. Uh, after struggling for months, this comes from Yahoo, uh, from the AP Wire. After struggling for months to avert bankruptcy, leader CIT Group has filed for Chapter 11 protection in an attempt to restructure its debt while trying to keep badly needed loans flowing to thousands of mid-sized and small businesses. CIT made the filing in New York City Court Sunday after a debt, debt exchange offered to bondholders failed. CIT said in a statement that its bondholders overwhelmingly opt for a prepackaged reorganization plan, which will reduce total debt by $10 billion while allowing the company to continue to do, to do business. The Chapter 11 filing is one of the biggest in, the, in U.S. corporate history following Lehman Brothers, Washington Mutual, WorldCom, and General Borders. CIT's bankruptcy filing shows $71 billion in finance and leasing assets against a total debt of $64.9 billion. A prepackaged bankruptcy, which has the support of major bondholders, speeds up the process of restructuring CIT's debt. It could allow it to exit core protection by the end of the year. In addition to reducing its debt, CIT said the plan cuts cash needs over the next three years, which should help it return to profitability more quickly. Quote, the decision to proceed with our plan of reorder will allow CIT to continue to provide funding to our small businesses and middle market customers, two sectors that remain vitally important to the U.S. economy, end quote, said Jeffrey M. Peake, and as CEO, Peake has said he plans to step down at the end of the year. People, if you're wondering how bad it is out there, should CIT fold and go under, you're seeing the recession coming with it. It basically funds small businesses, as you know. It's one of the largest bankruptcy in U.S. history, I'm with you. And it should, it should underscore that, yes, uh, stimulus money has been spent. Yes, the recovery is on. Yes, the recession has, uh, for most, for all intents and purposes, come to an end. But as uh, the Secretary of the Treasurer said, it's going to be a choppy road. It's going to be ups and downs. It will not be a linear vertical movement. There will be ups on Friday. There will be downs on Saturday and ups on Sunday and downs further further downs and losses on Monday. So we will stay tuned for what is going on here. But people, we know it's bad out there. We know it's tough. And it's not just an American situation. It's happening in, in uh, Latin America. It's happening in Central America. This is a global recession. And as we continue with our program over the next couple of weeks, I'll definitely bring you more detailed information than we did before. Today, I am fighting a flu. <laughs> If I sound odd, that is the reason why. Let's take another break here. All right. And we'll come back with more information. Eden, let's slow it down with a little ambient music, please.
Thank you very much for phonics. That was Eden there coming live from the world of the ambient. Very relaxing. People, let's touch on some sports today. We will, we'll get to the New York Giants being shellacked by the Philadelphia Eagles in a few moments. But let's go back to, uh, I got a few emails here from people asking about the New York Giants, so let's talk about that. Yes, people, this is coming from the AP sports writer, Rachel Cohen, out of New York. American Meb Kavlesahigi wins New York City Marathon. Now, you know when I saw the name, Meb Kavlesahigi, I was like, okay, um, let's do a little research where he's from. So as she writes, that day in Central Park two years ago was shaping up as a triumph symbol of the resurgence in American distance running. Meb Kefazegi helped inspire. He left with an aching hip and far worse, an aching heart. Kavlesi was back Sunday, wiping away tears after the marathon for his historic victory for his country, for his recovery from injury he once feared might end his career, and for Ryan Shea, his friend who collapsed and died at the U.S. Olympic trials in New York in 2007. The 34-year-old Kaflezi became the first American man since 1982 to win the New York City Marathon, the latest twist in the story of a family that fled war to thrive in a new home. Quote, it can't get any better, end quote, Kaflezi. I can't say the same. He's Eritrean, so the name's kind of throwing me off. Klevazeki, he said. Daratu Tulu of Ethiopia was the woman's winner, capping a stunning comeback of her own on a day when a record 44,000 started the 40th edition of the piano back to forth, hobbled by tendonitis behind her left knee. Kefla Yancey won silver at the 2004 Olympics, American Band, to medals to 1976. How much depth the U.S. now boasts with the event doubling as the national championship? 44,000 people ran this race. For a race that started around 1970 with 100 people. This really shows how it has expanded around the world. How the marathon has expanded and grown its international luster. Excuse me as I blow my nose. <laughs> I am back. <laughs> hey, I got a cast of the show, but I just, I, you know what? I enjoy this very much. So there's no way I was going to have it without having some fun with everybody out there. So I guess congratulations to the Americans. Finally, winning your first uh, marathon in a couple of years. Granted, he came from Eritrea, you know, but he became a citizen. He wears the flag. Congratulations. Now, let's get to the NFL. Uh, you both that don't know, yes. I was born in Kinshasa, uh, capital of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, I was raised in Boston, Massachusetts, so you know, do you think the Patriots fan, true and true? So let's get off the scores here. Uh, the NFL, National Football League, beat Denver 30-7, to uh, ending Denver's unbeaten streak. Now the rest of the league is going to know either. Buffalo lost to Houston 31-10. to I think Rick, uh, Dick Gerard's job was on the line, and we're coming out of the NFL. Sources is that... Uh, this is name, uh, who's that guy after the former Pittsburgh Steeler? Bill Cower may be the new coach for the Buffalo Bills. Should be interesting. Across the league, Chicago defeated. Uh, final score was 36. Cleveland coached by Eric Mangini, late defensive Patriots, late uh, New York Jets, current head coach for Cleveland, is being way late. We need a record one and seven, so he may be uh, one year and out. Dallas took it to Seattle, 38-17. to 17. I wonder how my fantasy team did in Dallas as the uh, defensive special teams. Let's go on further. Detroit lost to St. Louis, 17-10 uh, is the final score. Indianapolis continues its unbeaten ways. I believe they're 7-0 right now. They defeated San Francisco, 18-14. to 14. Uh, Miami defeated the New York Jets. Thank God, because <laughs> I can't stand the Jets. Yeah, I may have lost an audience member, but I can't, really can't stand Miami either. Okay, so I just lost two audience members. But anyway, Miami defeated the Jets, 225. It's the day. Philadelphia took it to the New York Giants, 40-17. to 17. Yes, we'll say that again. Philadelphia took it to the New York Giants, 40-17. to 17. I saw this New Orleans took it to the Giants, and basically what happened is two things. The Giants was playing some teams that had some soft schedule. I mean, had, let me take it back. The Giants were playing some teams that were soft. And on top of that, New Orleans showed the league how to defeat 
York Giants. And Philadelphia, who should be bragging since they got beat down like a rug by the Oakland Raiders, not but last weekend, you know, came out victorious today, 40-17. to 17. Uh, Across the league, further on, San Diego defeated Oakland, uh, 24-16. Tennessee is now off the, uh, the uh, winless streak, defeating Jacksonville. 30 to 13. This was actually called on a PatriotsPodcast.com. Uh, they talked about it, that Tennessee will take it to Jacksonville. Uh, Green Bay coming for Brett Favre, the quarterback now for Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Return to Green Bay and, and uh, Minnesota Vikings. Came triumphant. Uh, Minnesota defeated Green Bay 38 to 26. And Carolina defeated Arizona. Oh, that hurt by a uh, fantasy league. Arizona defeated Arizona. Let me take that back. Carolina defeated Arizona 34-21. And in the Monday night game, it will be 4-2 Atlanta, who is 1-2 of the road versus New Orleans, who is 6-0, 3-0 at home. That will be tomorrow, Monday night football, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time zone. We understand the uh, NBA season has picked up, but let's go into Major League Baseball first. We have the World Series between the New York Yankees and the Philadelphia Phillies taking place right now. I believe the Yankees are up 2-1. Philly is tra- right now is trailing one to New York Tech. Te- I'm sorry. Philadelphia Phillies is trailing by one run to New York Yankees, two runs. Uh, they are now in the middle of the fourth inning. Can Philly pull it up and tie the series? Yes, the Yankees may be up at this moment. But there's still a question, can they close the deal? Can they close the deal? Let's continue on to the NBA, which has started a few days ago. I'm interested to see how my Celtics are doing. So let's see if we can find some information here for you as we switch servers here. All right, here is uh, today's teams. Uh, we have the final score between uh, – we have Orlando defeating Toronto, 125-116. Chicago beat, uh, losing to Miami, 95-87. Uh, Boston defeating New Orleans, 97-87. O- Oklahoma City losing to Portland. 80-72. Denver defeating Memphis, 67-66. And Phoenix defeating Minnesota, 73-65. And the later the Atlanta at the L.A. Lakers. Now, you know I love my hockey. And people are saying, wait a minute. This guy's from Africa. What you know about hockey? Let me tell you something. Hockey was my first sport when we came to the country outside of soccer, and my squad was the Bruins. So if you don't like it, too bad. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get the scores for today. Oh, I'm suffering. The Rangers defeated by Boston Brewers 1-0. Carolina lost to San Jose 5-1. Uh, Columbus defeated Washington 5 Later game will be Colorado and Vancouver. Now, people, let's go over to entertainment news. The biggest thing that is out right now is, I believe, uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, this is it. Let's see if we can switch servers here. What's happening is that we have a lot of traffic coming through our network here. So it's time for me to run this on two switch control boards. So please bear with me. I could give you some music, but uh, I don't want to do that just yet because I'm getting a couple emails. Mr. DeBega, what's going on with the uh, entertainment news? What is the word? Can you tell us? Can you tell us what is happening? Well, I'm about to tell you what's happening in a few moments here, people. And here we come, live and direct from Box Office Mojo. All right. Bear with me as I uh, sneeze here for a moment. Oh, I have returned, people, in our segment here for entertainment news. We just covered the sport. Yes, it's very abridged today. Coming in at number one, Michael Jackson, this is it from Sony, grows $21.3 million. It's now playing at 3,000-plus screens. Its screen averages $6,109 for a total growth of $32.5 million. It comes in at number one. Paranormal activity from Paramount continues its groove of uh, doing some damage, though it dropped by 21.6%. It took in $16.5 million over the weekend for a total gross of $84.7 million. Very much money, a lot of money for a film that cost $15,000 to make. Uh, it was spent uh, $10 million was spent on both films. Law Body Citizen, Jamie Foxx's uh, film from Overture Pictures over the weekend grossed $7.3 million. That's a drop of 41.1%. Uh, 
uh, for a total take of $51.3 million. Couples of Tree from Universal came in at $6 million, a drop of 42.6% for a total gross of $86.6 million. I'm writing off the number here. Saw 6 from Lionsgate Films, a gross $5.5 million, a drop of 60.6 million, uh, I'm sorry, a drop of 60.6% for a total gross of $22 million. I wonder how that is compared to the other songs. We'll have to uh, get more to that if we have more time when the show comes to uh, before the show ends today. Where the Wild Things Are comes in at number six for Warner Brothers, $5 million, a drop of 63.8% for a total gross of $61.8 million. Uh, I just can say the film cost $100 million to make. Coming in number seven, The Stepfather from Screen Gems, $3.4 million. Uh, it's a drop of 45.4% for a total gross of $24.7 million. Coming in at number eight, Astro Boy from Summit Pictures, $3 million. That's a drop from the previous week of 54.7% for a total gross of $10.8 million. Number nine, a limited release of, uh, from Fox Searchlight. Come gross $3 billion. That's a drop of 23.2%. It's only playing in 1,070 screens. Uh, that's an increase of 250 screens for a screen average of $2,804. Its total gross is $8.3 billion. And coming in, rounding out number 10, Cirque du Freaks, the Vampire's Assistant for Universal, uh, gross $2.8 billion. That's a drop of 55.4%. Uh, let's see here. For an average screen, it's take $1,000. Its total gross has been a disappointing $10.5 million on a budget of $40 million. People, that's the entertainment news for this moment. Let's take a commercial break here, and we shall return. Let's dedicate this song here. Since we're talking about the uh, what's going on in Congo and things like that, we're going to get to that aspect of the show. But let's uh, dedicate this to all those that have died during the conflict of Uganda and Rwanda. In 96 by Rwanda, 1998 by Uganda and Rwanda. So, people, this is I Miss You by Aaliyah. It is the uh, Jay-Z remix. This is dedicated to those we have lost in the DRC extermination that is taking place currently in the country. Aaliyah, Talk to me. Jay-Z, show, I was to have, show the love to our ancestors who have died on Tarby deaths. What's up, baby girl? Thought I had to talk to you again. Missing you. Tim is missing you. Missy's missing you. Rashad is missing you. Your mom is missing you. Your pop is missing you. Dane is missing you. Yeah, we missing you. Woo! All we listen to is all the different news Four-page letters in addition to Have you ever loved somebody? Used to get the party poppin', we used to party hot We used to be in the Hamptons, party a lot We was the breakfast club, we was the part of the rock We used to make a special names for the food we ate Remember cereal pie, one of your favorite plates Well, game told me, tell you He's doing well due to the circumstances It could've been Bellevue, but I ain't gotta tell you You looking over us, how little angel But you know what? Brooklyn's missing you, Detroit's missing you New Orleans missing you, Philly's Missing you. Your uncle's missing you. Your family's missing you. Your fans is missing you. Valerie's missing you. Man, we missing you. Now Star is mad, I won't grant him an interview Now he's dissing me, cause he dissed you Can you believe the nerve of this dude? Cause of your memory, I won't bring it to pistol But he got issues, enough of that lame I never seen pain like your parents' pain But I know God's protecting you We used to read, seed of the soda I know God's protecting you All the extra you, the darker texture you are the more intellectual you are, so professional, our little purple star, too good for Earth you are. Houston's missing you, LA's missing you, DC's missing you, Chicago's missing you. Dad is missing you, Shop is missing you, Clean is missing you, Tiny's missing you. By the way, 
big, we missing you. Pop, we missing you. We feel your presence, just not in the physical. All across the world, blocks is miserable. Y'all left for void, it's a lot of little use. And they not original, and they not identical. They just study your clothes, and they watch your interviews. I swear in hip-hop, if it's not ten of you, then it gotta be more. Y'all left your pause, footprints on the game. Hood ain't been the same, feeling ain't been the music. Hooks ain't been the same. But I'm doing what I came, man Trying to follow y'all down memory lane, man Big, you be ashamed to see New York gang, man Pocket feel the same thing They use your name in vain But I guess that's the issue And it proves how much niggas really miss you Fun, we missing you Miguel, we missing you Thai, we missing you Jay, we missing you Jay, Master Jay, Ricky Ty, Scott Rock. Let's go, son The hood is missing you You know what I mean? Miss y'all Like proof I speak to God Remember all our fallen soldiers, soldiers and soldiers, all across the world. We gonna hold y'all down. Y'all living in our memories forever. We never gonna let y'all go. We not remembering your death though. We celebrating your life. You know what I mean? back there there's a few little tears in the back behind me by some of the people in the studio because um they actually can see the images from the uh extermination taking place in eastern congo and they're kind of like really moved about it and they're asking me when i'm going to talk about it and i said i would but you know we always have our components of world local politics and we have to round this off of health care and i will get to the aspect of the drc and i know a show coming up sometime this week that's going to feature congo i will do more of that at the same time, there's a lot of issues in the world that need our attention, not just in the United States, not just in DRC. We have Europe, we have East India. And I always send me information. What do you want me to talk about? What do you want to profile? What news are you making where you are? What difference are you making in your community? Is there someone newsworthy you want me to talk about when I do our, my spanning the globe in our symposium there? You know? I know we're a little unstructured today. I understand that. You know, I didn't give you the number to call in. You want to call in? You want to cuss me out for uh, sneezing in the background? Feel free. If you have a question, feel free. You can chat with me also. 646-595-2892. 646-595-2892. Come to me. Let me know what's going on with you guys out there. All right? I can give you the news, but I want to share the news if it's you making the news. You got me? All right. We got 18 minutes left. Health care. Then we're going to talk about DARC, all right? Uh, this is coming from Reuters uh, by Susan Havey. The public is A for rival health plan in the House. The U.S. House of Representatives plan to offer an alternative that's massive health care reform that would not raise taxes or require people or businesses to buy. The House Republican leader said on Sunday. House Democrats last week introduced a 1,990-page bill from the wealthy to help fund the government-run public insurance option, which has drawn the most heat amid larger debate on President Barack Obama's efforts to revamp the nation's health care system. John Boyner, the House top Republican Party, hoped to introduce one single bill with a step, quote, step-by-step approach that would include allowing the purchase of health care insurance across state lines, letting people group together to buy it at lower prices, and ending, quote, junk lawsuits, end quote. The bill includes eight points Healthcare ideas that have already been introduced separately, he said on CNN's quote, State of the Nation, end quote. They will not try to cover all of the estimated 46 million people in the United States who now have no health insurance, he said. Quote, we will cover millions, quote, he said, declined to give an exact number. The Democrats' message is expected to cover 36 million of the uninsured. It also requires some kind of health coverage in all but the 
smallest companies to cover their workers. It also includes sweeping market reforms that would bar insurance from excluding people for pre-existing conditions in previous medical history. <coughs> Excuse me, speaking of health, correct? I should take some NyQuil right this moment. <laughs> uh, let me give you an example of what's going on in reference to the health situation here in California. This actually ties into the economic despair that California finds, in, finds itself in. Uh, the next couple of days, actually, I believe this week, you, people going to the United States, the United States, California, the government, uh, Governor Schwarzenegger is going to increase the withholding on people's taxes up to 10%, which means online, if you make a certain amount of money, they will withheld uh, probably an additional, actually, an estimated additional $7.20 will be held. Is that a tax increase? Well, that depends on how you look at it. If they're going to withhold more, is this almost a variation of a backdoor draft? We will draft soldiers. We'll just keep uh, change the orders so that they stay in and can't get out. We'll raise taxes. So what we'll do is just increase the withholding on everybody's taxes, on everybody's salary, or what have you. Very interesting this whole healthcare debate. But I say this again as a few doctors that share with me. The issue isn't really just the 46 minutes uninsured. It's the millions that can afford health insurance that just choose not to buy it. They can afford it. They can manage it. They can do what they need with it. But they just decide not to buy it, not to purchase health insurance. Those are the ones who are one of the main reasons why this health situation, besides the lobbyists for the health industry and some other people, that's why this health care debate is in such disarray. Now, people. That's concluding our groove for today in reference to the DRS, I'm sorry, to the symposium. Again, it was a little unstructured today. You know, it was kind of fun, a little looser today. I want to have some fun. I know uh, in this economy, the way things are going, where you may be, or if not you necessarily, some friends of yours who have a, uh, uh, a difficult time, I just really want to have a little, be a little loose, guys. Not in reference to not caring, but just in the aspect of talk with you guys, say, hey, look, we can do this together. I can give you the news. You can bring the news. And we can combine and share the news. If you have a group up there that uh, has a point of view of how this recession or this economy has affected you, please share it with me. If you're into real estate or what have you, and you want to talk about if you have an op-ed you'd like to read out there, please send it to me. I, I would love to hear your opinion and express your opinion. It's not just about me. It's a symposium, me and you. You're taking the time to listen. I will take the time to talk about what's going on with me now. Wherever you may be, it could be in Omaha, it could be in Idaho, it could be Chicago, it could be in the Everglades of Florida, Compton, Crenshaw, Boston, Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattapan, Cambridge, you know, Jamaica Plain, you know, where are you? Let me know, Sacramento, Oakland, send me the information. I'll talk to the Bay Area, Guapile, she has a concert coming out, or Guapile out there listening, talk to me, what's going on with you? So, people, we have 13 minutes left. All right. Let me share something with you what's going on here. And then we're going to take Or you want to do a commercial? At this time? No, I'm just talking about people behind me. All right. So how should we do this? Well, you know what? Look, let's forget the commercial for today. The right to the DRC. <laughs> I'm like inhaling onto the microphone. I'm sorry, Michael and Sandy. I have my producers back there saying, when you stop sneezing, it's in a microphone. They don't want to hear you. No, your germs fly all over the place. So, people, let's talk about the DRC for the next 10 minutes. For the next few minutes, we have 30 minutes left. I'll make this very quick. People, I'm not sure what's going on in Congo. I'm not going to say it's a, oh, they're, people don't care because they're black Africans or things like that. I, 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 I'm not into that nonsense, okay? If people want to make it a racial issue, that's fine. If people want to make it a humanitarian issue, well, it's hard to say it's a humanitarian issue when you have an extermination of 8 million people. Look, this is what's going on. Everybody's making money in Congo. It's a resource for an extermination. Nobody wants a strong Congo. That's what it comes down to. And I sometimes wonder, being down here in Los Angeles, where is the conscience of, for example, Black Hollywood? They have no problem talking about good hair. They have no problem talking about other things in, in Hollywood. But where is, their, where is their conscience? Where is their advocacy? Where is their attention? Too many people, particularly non-Congolese, are making Congolese their, Congo their issue. 
the gay lesbian uh, alliance led a protest against Paul Kagame, I believe so, uh, at uh, Saddleback Church in Orange County, the church led by Rick Warren. Where was the Congolese? Uh, presentation by Enough several days ago over at the Arclight. It was uh, John Prendergrass, Mwani Bukenge, and another individual. He was from uh, Into the Wild. His name escapes me, but John kept saying he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. And once he said, I kept looking, I said, you know, he might be right. People, it was a great forum. Winter, the winner of the, the video, Awareness of Congo. I think the one that came in second place when the guy said, uh, your conscience is on the phone. I think they should have won, but the first place winner did a great job, and I posted him after, and I said, you know, you, did you see Saving Private Ryan? He said, yeah. I said, you're the scene where the guy says, uh, Tom Hag says to Matt Damon, earn this. He goes, yeah, I remember the scene. I, so what I do is point to his, his uh, trophy, and I said, you need to earn that. Don't just do it to get a trophy. Do this do this uh, PSA you did to make a difference. You have to earn that. Don't don't stop now. Turns out he was with World Relief, and you know, they're, they're in the Eastern Congo, so we'll see People, people want to say it's a humanitarian issue. If that's what they feel, fine. If people want to say, oh, it's the black, they're black Africans, that's why they're not getting help. Okay, fine. Yeah. None of that's true. People are making money. Rwanda, Uganda, the electronics company that make your cell phone with a vibrates, they're all making money, including the NGOs that are out there raising money on behalf of Congo, and only 80% of that money leaves the country. Let me take it back. 20%, if that leaves the country, goes to Congo. But the remaining money stays here to take your overhead, salaries, travel, things like that. Most of these people advocate for Congo when the war started in 96 and 98. If you check that back on the K to DRC, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, you will see they were doing nothing. And it was a massive extermination of Eastern Congo. That's what's been happening. How do I feel about people that know my feelings? They know my feelings. I have to be controlled in what I do. I have to be controlled in what I say. But you and me were all benefiting from this conflict in the war in Eastern Congo. And I always ask people if they're so against what's happening in Congo as a result of Rwanda, Uganda. Well, why don't you go lead a protest in front of the embassy of Rwanda and Uganda in Washington, D.C. All these people want to protest about Darfur in front of the Sudan. Too many people are having an agenda when it comes to Congo. This includes some of the Congolese out there in D.C. as well as these other, these other Congolese overseas. They have their own agenda. They're using Congo to elevate themselves. They're not using themselves to elevate the Congo. They can deny it all they want. They can argue about it all they want. And they can scream and shout and say, no, that's not true. Look, I've been in this game too long. My family has to fight on behalf of DRC for over 100 years. So let's get it straight. And I know a lot of people, this elderly lady, about 82 years old, who was, in, who was in a picture in the Federalist years ago, holding up a sign saying, help Zaire. I didn't see a lot of uh, black Washington, D.C. out there with her. So when people say, oh, they don't want to help out the colonies because they're poor black Africans, no. Folks are not going to sacrifice their cell phones. They're not going to sacrifice their laptops. They're not going to sacrifice their PlayStations the way people sacrificed hot chocolate back in the day when they boycotted Nestle when they were supporting apartheid. So what people need to do is do like the Viet Cong did during Vietnam War, use the enemy's weapons against them. When enough has an event, they tell people to hold up their phone and send a text to the, the electronics companies. I don't have the text enemy, but that's what they do. And it's very effective. Using the phones against the electronics company. The Canadian mines up there, we'll talk about them later on. The Canadian mines up there making all mineral companies, making all this money, but they won't help out these hospitals that are struggling to survive. All they do is make money in Congo. I'm not talking about the like the advocates out there like LasiaBalela.org who's building who has built a hospital in Kasai. No. Excuse me. <laughs> They have built the hospital in Kasai that's providing services right now and services, but they have done it for the region to help the people, not to help themselves, that are here in the United States. There are other organizations like Lucas Raja, who has his nonprofit with his older Binga, uh, Raja. They have a nonprofit that, that's doing things in Katanga. You have Noella Kosores with the George Malaki Foundation. You have Shatoa Foundation, Solange, and Hugh Get down there in Florida. 
There are great people out there doing what they do for the DRC, but for the most part, people out there are just making money. That includes some of these people who talk about building a city of joy in a place that once the women leave the city of joy, where are they going? And I've yet to see a picture of the city of joy. So, people have to say, but as a friend of mine said years ago, when people are dying, it's not time to make friends. So, with our seven minutes left, that was my little part on Cosmo. Do what you can, realize your place in this world in reference that you are here to make a difference. Because one day, someone's going to act with all the money and fame you've made with all the things you have access to, why didn't you speak for me? It may not be Congo, it may be Guinea, it may be uh, Guinea, uh, the country West Africa, maybe people at Amazon that's in the middle of a massive lawsuit against Chevron who have a dumping chemical. Make a difference where you are, make a difference what you have, and make a difference that will carry on beyond your time on Earth. People, that is today's show. Hope you had fun. A little less structured today, but I hope I gave you the news the way you want the news. People, we will be back next week. Pray for me. Wish me well. And send me emails so I can get my health better because I need to be able to get some rest. People, let's take this out a little bit. Phil Collins is the air tonight. I can feel it coming. A change is coming. Phil, take it live. Talk to the people. Side can catch the bigger. People, take care and good night.
Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.